0: are back in the football sheds, your weekly podcast for football fans that live in the wrong time zone. My name's John Hewitt, Jeff King is here. G'day. And Roger Gibbs is here. Hello. Rog, you look full of Beers <laughs> in life today. Yes. What what beers did you bring to pep you up?
1: Uh, I have a. It was a very fun looking can. Look, what, I'm it, a fun guy. It's definitely the most colourful thing
2: about you today. I um, think I'm getting to you, Rudge. I saw you walk into my house today holding this fucking mango and peach. What is it? Mango hazy IPA. All of the the like. Disinfectant bread waters you could bring into the house, like a mango infused one. I think that I'm slowly chipping away at the ble- besieged old man in you. Oh, it's very tasty. Well, exactly. Drinks that- are allowed to be tasty. Well, no, but the one you had last week was not tasty. No, no. it was good.
1: No. You guys are just, you know, you're, you're missing out. And what else did you bring? Life. Uh And then I've got, I've got to stick within my ten percent, or I go ten and a half percent limit <laughs> these days so that one's a stronger one so i've got a ballistic hawaiian haze uh double dry hot pale ale which i had I think i had that what? last one what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> is that
0: it sounds like something like a war crime <laughs> a ballistic hawaiian haze <laughs> war crimes <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Jeff, what did you bring? Gin and tonic. Gin oh. and tonic. Oh, yeah, that's that's good, that's gin. That's Although good...
1: some people get depressed on gin, I can't imagine you getting depressed on gin. Do you get depressed? No, on I two?
2: like it. I feel hydrated because of the tonic.
1: Yeah, no, it's Usually yeah or, or I, just... I like a gin and tonic, especially yeah. with a really good, gin. yeah, or... more,
2: more of a summer thing, though. Isn't it's, it? it's my airplane yeah, it's, drink. Just, yeah, oh, yes, good, good yeah, drink. Yeah, I mean, it's too great yeah. airplane. It's been a long, long time since we'll do that. Yeah, we're never going to
1: go on a plane again. Um, Jeff and seasonal drinks like the man drinks Baileys all <laughs> year summer. round. Most people yeah. would say Baileys is a Christmas only Yeah, a drink. winter drink. Yeah. yeah. it's always just... always Christmas well, in the am... king.
0: <laughs> I bought some Aldi wine just to, you know, keep it steady. Oh, come on. You
1: got to change it up a No, at some
0: so point. It, during these strange times and it being winter, it, my Audi wine is selling out all the time. So now I'm buying two or three bottles a time. It just has to be
2: a point where we contact Audi and get them to give us money for this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> because around the world, people are listening to you talk about Audi wine <laughs> yeah. every week. And it sells out every week. Of course so it does, John.
1: Um, but anyway. You could, I'm, I just pictured then you doing a little um, song. And for some reason, it's uh, maybe like a. Mexican theme or like something like that. I don't know how to do it. Come to Audi,
0: get your red wine. El Toro Macho. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty we should definitely get paid for that. We just made an ad. (laughs) Um every week we start with a question, but before we do it's just a bit of admin. Um if you want to get in contact, ask us a question, tell us we're wrong about something, just find us on Facebook, search football shed. Or email us at footballshedpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And of course, tell your mates so more people can hear us chat about football. And there is lots of football to chat about now. Um, This week's question is about Man United. Okay. Because I'm a Man United fan and I picked the question. Bruno Fernandes is the first Man United player to go unbeaten in his first 10 games for the club since who? And to give it a bit of context, it was in 2011.
1: Mm. Anderson,
0: no. Raphael, no. Nanny, no. But you, you, you're like the perfect generation.
2: <laughs> uh, Patrice Evra,
0: no. Think Shitter.
2: Oh, Fletcher.
1: Oh, he better? Macheda.
0: no. Gibson.
1: I don't think. <laughs> How many <laughs> of those shit United players can we think There's a lot.
0: Jordi Cruyff, no, no. He ordered Cruyffers ages ago. Um, He still plays for the club.
1: Still plays for the club? Well,
0: he's still contracted to the club and we pay him a lot of money.
2: Uh, What? Phil Jones. Phil Jones. Phil Jones was at Man United in 2011? Yeah. He's been there... Been here a long time. Well, nine years. And he's going to have
1: have a testimonial soon. But he still looks the same. He's, like, ageless because he's made of raspberry. Yeah, because he
2: takes his face off (laughs) and leaves it in the bathroom at night to hydrate and then just, like, (laughs) 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 whops it back on his skull. (laughs) But,
0: uh, yeah, Phil Jones is the last player since Bruno. Well, getting getting back
2: in. Do you rate Bruno Fernandes? Yeah, massively. He's Mm. really, really good. Massively, okay. You Mm. don't like him? it's all
1: right. What, no, no. no, I think he's pretty good. He looks like a bit of a knob, but he's a good footballer.
2: Yeah, okay. Yep.
0: Um, we will get on to Bruno, I'm sure, at some point. But the Premier League is back up and running. We've had t- 10, 12 games Lots. since last week. Lots of games.
1: Are we... What? Well, sorry, just to... Um... Refresh my memory. The pod happened league. at some point when we did pod last week. Had football happened? We had, had
0: yeah, we had two games. So we had the first, the Man City Arsenal, right, and the Sheffield United okay. at Villa yeah. with the fake goal. Great, thank you for filling me in on my own, <laughs> own life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we've had about twelve games since then. Okay, I'm um, rem- Have you enjoyed it? Has it been good to have it back, Jeff?
2: Well, it's it's a double edged sword, right? I've loved it I've absolutely loved it and I, I think back to my three months worth of negativity and talking about how we should just scrap it completely and I look at myself and I laugh and I go "Well, okay well I missed football yeah. and yes it's different mm. yes teams are not very sharp and some games are boring and no one's scoring goals in first halves because no one can remember what they're yeah. doing anymore and there's no fans and all that but some football is better than no football yeah. and the moment we have some football and that's just good enough for me I think it's great
0: that it's back. I know it's weird, and it's not football that we know and love, and there's not fans, and there's not the atmosphere, and maybe not the tense tension that you get from a crowd or whatever, but I bloody love having it back. Well, I tell it's you great. What, I, I get really excited every morning, because... I wake up early, and I just know that I can turn on Optus and go, "Oh, there's football."
2: You know what really? I didn't like? Well, I obviously got up at 4 a.m. for the Man, United, sorry for the Everton Liverpool game, and I didn't like getting up at 4 a.m. for a nil-nil, and then that being on a Monday morning here in Australia, which means my whole week is fucked because like you're constantly—I mean, for those—I've got two kids that like, I'm constantly trying to play catch-up from a stupid four in the morning start on Monday, like.
1: Yeah, that's Jeez, a, okay. not good I, I didn't
2: I didn't miss that. I didn't make it miss four in the morning for no. a Neil My brother who lives in, a, lives in the States, two in the Arvo. Yeah, that's perfect. Two in the Arvo. He's like wearing his shirt and having a beer and I'm like, oh, fuck you man. Yeah, I
0: did do Saturday, I got up at five for the main Spurs and I went to bed at one, I think, so I was up for 20 hours and I think I got through five games of football,
1: four it's games of tough. football. It's super lot. tough. I'm a bit unsure. Here we go, go. Yeah. yeah. you'd be, you know, surprised. <laughs> that. Although, I'm, I, th- Jeff, I thought Jeff would have been more positive. I think that says something if Jeff is not 100% positive about it. Yeah. But I... Look, there are aspects about it being back that I love. I loved... I loved goals. There mm. were some cracking was goals, goals at the yeah. weekend. Two goals, so I, good. I, I was, you know, that, that beauty, that beautiful side of football of just seeing... You know, some someone do something amazing, whether it's individually or whether it's a, you know, there are even some some good team goals, which I think is um, amazing considering how little football there's been. I, but I'm really struggling with the weird aspects of it. Like I watched quite a few games, um, and you know, I've the games I haven't watched, I've then watched quite a lot of after the fact, and it does feel a little bit like a training. Yeah. game and i do str- i think one of the, be- the the beauties of football is that it is so simple and you can just do- you just need a ball and that's why you know football has been so yeah. successful because it is so such a simple game and you know part of that cuz it's simple to understand is why there's this crowd engagement and football has always been you know, game of the people. Or, yeah, like, yeah. there's all You know, there's always been that passion and that interest for as long as there's been football. And I just think that is such a significant aspect of the game that you're removing. Yeah. That it just... I don't, and, you know, I'm like, sound on, sound off, sound on. Yeah. Like fake crowd noise on, fake crowd noise off. And I cannot... I think I'm fake crowd noise on because I can... <laughs> I can sort of block it out of it it. yeah yeah, being able to hear whilst I like hearing the rabbit hutch um, shouting (laughs) instructions at his players I really enjoyed that generally the um, you know having no fake crowd noise, you do feel like you're either watching a game at the local park or you're gone to someone's training session,
0: yeah. uh, or you and the coach ends up just picking on one guy and goes, Steve, 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 Steve. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, Oh gosh,
2: <laughs> no, you, but, uh, there have been things that I've learnt with yeah. no crowd noise on. So, players that have really shone like, I think, um, a player obviously you'll get off four in the morning for the Everton Liverpool game and without going too far down that that Holgate. path, uh, Mason Holgate. He was shouts he- all day. Yeah, he okay. tells everyone what to do. Mason Holgate's like a twenty-two-year-old kid, isn't he? Can I ask how
0: you know it's him shouting? Like, because you, you can see him. Like, yeah. like usually, uh, okay. you
2: see players on the, on the screen. You got there, but you can't hear them. Like it's yeah. just a sea can... of noise, and you see their yeah. mouth moving, whatever. Yeah. Once you tune in, you yeah. can see he's shouting at everybody, and he's- it was
1: body language. Like he's a, I was, I noticed that, and I just like to be a, a, a leader. At 22 and Amazing, hit, you, know, yeah. you know and not not sure of his position or his place in the team or you, you know placing the squad at the start of this season like he's been a promising player for a while but i i was like really impressed with him yeah okay. this
2: season he started 22 games yeah and that then that says it all especially because um you know everton started the season and he was uh he was the fourth choice in a team that didn't get didn't buy a third choice centre back does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like in the end of the transfer window, all ever were doing were trying to buy a centre back. And Gabamin came in as a defensive midfielder. They say, well, he can still play centre back. And then you, uh, last year, Holgate was out on loan, was it to West Brom in the championship? Yeah. Um, and he, was, he knew it was fourth choice. It was fourth choice to someone who didn't even exist yet. And yet, he has started 22 games. He's there on merit. Even Seamus Coleman came out after the game this week and said his leadership qualities are exceptional for a kid of his age.
0: So you prefer it with the crowd noise?
2: No, no, no I didn't say that. I said I've learnt stuff, that yeah, okay. I wouldn't yes. have learnt. I prefer it with the crowd noise. I'm I'm in Rogers. Yeah. Uh, look, I know it's not real, but this is sport entertainment. It's I'm not of, there anyway.
0: What well, is that kind of comforting background <clears throat> noise? Um, when you have nothing on, there's a kind of this weird silence. You're like, am I... Am I meant to be here? Mm. I'm, I feel like I'm watching something I'm not meant to watch. Whereas if you just got this... You're like, "Oh, it's okay. You forget like, about yeah. it. You, yeah, just, yeah. you
2: just forget about it. Like you, you, Every now and then you look at the banners that are on the on the chairs and stuff, but you just forget that it's not real. And as I say, we're watching it on the telly. Let's just get some perspective. We live in Australia, right? <laughs> we, we, we have not been banned from the stadiums. We weren't there. I can't say, oh, there's my season ticket. There's yeah. my seat. I'm not in that. Yeah. I should be in that and get in a rage. I'm never there. And we've been to A-League games and it's the same. Fuck, I've been to A-League games and there's 2,000 people anyway. So what difference does it make?
0: Oh, we might as well all get tested. Something I have found frustrating with the, 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 the kind of falling into a training game scenario is that if one team, and particularly I'm thinking about Man City, is way better than the other team, it quickly dies as a spectacle because you just... Man City Burnley, this this morning, or was it this? I don't even know, yeah, this morning, uh, yesterday morning. Yesterday morning, yeah. um, and they won 5 0. Was it kn- at Turf Moor? No, it no, was no, it Man City. It, oh, man. But you know quickly that that game's going to be 80% possession, Man City, 20% Burnley, even if there's crowd there or whatever happens. And then because there's no crowd, it's almost just watching attacking versus defence training game, and quickly you go. I have no interest in this. And but, that, that are those games I struggle with. When there's a, when it's a bit, bit more competitive. When it's a bit more competitive. Um, yeah, it's a bit more interesting.
2: I mean, that game, I did the same as you, John. I was very curious about the stats because as soon as I saw how that was unfolding, I thought, oh, okay, let's just see what's sitting behind this. And yeah, Man City had 69% possession to Burnley's 21. Sorry, 31. Man City had 16 attempts on goal. Burnley had one and it was off target.
1: <laughs> there, there is some. Whilst I know you got really bored in that game, there was something that I did enjoy from it, though. That, all that I really enjoyed. Mm. Um, we talked about him a little bit this year. Um, was, was Phil Foden? Oh god, yeah. So just De Bruyne didn't start. Obviously, came off the bench. But on that, Man City changed eight of their first team and yeah. then one five. Well, they, was- I mean, they are. They look. Like Man City, like yeah. profe- professional, very well drilled, very good football team. But I thought Phil Foden was by far out of all those really good players. Phil Foden was the best player on the pitch, and there was there were a couple of passes that he did. One of them was in the lead up to the goal where he did a um, no kind look, of reverse, yeah, no look reverse, pass. reverse yeah. no look pass. Now amazing. there are very few players, probably in the world, that could play yeah. that pass. I mean, and I. A little bit of it, I kind of hate as well, so like you know they're about to lose David Silver, who has been so good for so long, and they've kind of got someone who's immediately like a ready made you know, yeah, done his done his apprenticeship uh ready to go, and they won't lose much but i I look at him playing those sorts of passes and playing that football, and I just think you know we have got a serious serious from an England point of view just get him involved that pass, even if he
0: had looked. It would have been a really good pass. Yeah, but the fact that he didn't even bother looking, and then just—he's in... he's just
1: got all those. He's got the. It reminds me a bit of like a, almost an Iniesta. And I know that's you know he's got a long way to go before he ever gets to that level. But he's got the ability to sort of ghost past a man and, and go mm. par, go past a player. Um But that that range of passing and the vision, I just—you can't coach that. And he's yeah. got it. Well, the thing is, I mean,
2: you. you... You can coach it in a way. Sorry, <laughs> because <laughs> the the only way that pass is any good is if it's coached, and I, and I mean that because it's part. It, it's only good if there's a player running onto that ball. Yes, it, well, not, that's, that you're
1: coaching the runs, but it's, which, which you can't coach vision.
2: Well, no, no, no I, I, I take that's granted. But if you work every week on your angles as a team, he's looking for that angle, and and it's not vision if it's no look. Yeah, does that make sense? What that what that means is that he knows that his team is going to act in a certain way in a certain position, so he doesn't even have to look if there's a runner. Yeah. He doesn't have to give him the eye or point to say run there. He knows that that's how Man City play. So that pass was exceptional, great to watch, loved it. You know, I'm as yeah. mind blown about it as everyone else. But it's a coached move from Manchester City. So yes, Phil Foden's excellent; he can execute it. But I do think that take Phil Foden out of Man City. I, I I don't know what type of player he is yet. Take David Silver out of Manchester City, and he's David Silver.
1: Yeah. Oh, no! But, yeah. I, but yeah. I think Foden is that good, and I don't yeah. think there are many players. Like you look at Man City, and yes, they're very good. But I think you take De Bruyne out of that team, they're not the same team. Mm. Particularly if David Silver's not playing. Um, you know, they're all workers within the system, but you have to have the conductor, somebody that that does play those passes and orchestrate it. And there aren't many players that can do that. And that, like Man City yeah. are, a, you know, a well-oiled machine. But De Bruyne, when he plays, looks like he's clearly the best player for them. Yeah, true. And, and, and so I don't think it is that easy to find those guys.
2: When you when you were saying great news for England, um, I was having a look at the young. There's a lot of good young players for England right now. Oh God, yeah. you wanted me to read you a bit of a list? Yeah, go on. Okay, <laughs> everyone from an English perspective, how good is this list? Mason Greenwood, eighteen. Saka for, uh, from Arsenal, Arsenal, 18. Callum Hudson-Odoi, 19. Jadon Sancho, 20. Phil Foden, 20. Trent Alexander-Arnold, 21. Mason Mount, 21. Declan Rice, 21. Marcus Rashford, 22. Tammy Abraham, 22. Obi-Wan Bissaka, 22.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Good. Yeah, that's... I'd just get them all playing now. <laughs> yeah. We're going to win the Night. World Cup. If there is a World Cup. That's, um, that's incredible.
0: I wanted to talk about as well the... Change of home advantage and whether it is a thing um, in the first twelve games that have played since the kickoff. So this doesn't include the first two, the two from this morning. Um, there was four home wins, four away wins, and four draws. Does that mean that home advantage is not a thing? And I think the thing that made me look at this is that West Ham lost 2-0 at home to Wolves, although their home advantage is never that good. Yeah, (laughs) don't use that. (laughs) Bournemouth lost 2-0 at home to Crystal Palace and Norwich lost 3-0 at home to Southampton. Now, West Ham, Bournemouth and Norwich are all relegation candidates and have been in a bad run of form. But at this point in the season, they were all playing teams that they could have got a result against. Maybe West Ham, Wolves is less so, but Bournemouth, Palace, Norwich, Southampton. And you'd go, massive game, Six pointer, make something happen, home advantage, they all just rolled over and got smashed. Does, do you think, one, do you think home advantage doesn't exist anymore? Or does it? this scenario with no crowd highlight how crap these teams are and they've been relying on their crowd to get them a bit motivated for it? Well, mm. I think the,
1: the, the first thing I'd Great say question, is. Great question, John. That well posed question. Great question. <laughs> two, two small sample size, so we're only speculating. You can't make yep. any decisions on one. Yeah, true. One day of games ruin it, scientists. Well, you, you need you need more data, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, there has been lots of discussion about this because statistics from Germany, where there have been more games played, are suggesting that home advantage is much less. Yeah. Um, having said that, so I mean, you, you sort of, my natural inclination is to say yes, home advantage will be reduced because. The cra- of course, the crowd's a factor. You know, it boosts you if you're... just that uh, adrenaline rush. Yeah, it boosts yeah. you if they're going for you and it, it can make you, you know... Um, a lot of players would perform better in that environment. Some players maybe don't. Um, but also the intimidation factor of the of the other team. Like, 100% yeah. it has an impact. Um, otherwise, we wouldn't have home and away games. Yeah. But I just... I do also think that there is something in what you're saying about those other teams being crap, though. Yeah. And I kind of feel like because there's not the crowd pressure, now your home fans are always going to be positive. Yeah. So you've always got some sort of positive energy. So I also feel like the other factors, like the, the mental factors that might influence the way you play will perhaps be exacerbated without that crowd thing. Cause you're removing that one element from it that might make you play well. So things like pressure of relegation, you know, mm. the, uh, how you react to the current situation of playing in a weird training drill. Like, yeah. you know, I think all those things then become bigger. And I kind of, I, I feel like there will be some teams that do not react well to this and could just go on a absolute tank.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I thought this was the chance for the teams and Villa did her okay against Chelsea um for a bit um but I thought this is a chance for the West Ham's Bournemouths and Norwich's to go right let's forget about everything that's gone before let's be up for this playing Wolves Crystal Wolves have something to play for but Crystal Palace basically have nothing to pay for Bournemouth should have gone at that game yeah. at a million miles an hour and turned up and gone we win this game, we want to stay in this league, we go full on, we go for it, we make something happen.
1: They just rolled over. You dead brother, what are Palace playing for? They're
0: safe, aren't they? Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, they're basically, they're ninth. They're, on 40, they're going to get in the Champions League probably at this
1: rate. See, so I, then,
2: I reckon um, home advantage isn't just about the fans. So home advantage is, is yes, don't get me wrong. No, in the grounds. The, the, yeah. the, the fans make a make make a big difference. That, yeah. That's a fact. But so do away fans. You know, often away fans are louder than home fans. You can hear mm. away fans singing the whole game yeah. way more than you can hear home fans. And there's nothing quite like silencing a home crowd. Yeah. Do you know what I mean that? That in itself is just as much of a motivation. But I remember a story that Thierry Henry used to tell, playing at Highbury. He goes the where the clock was at one yeah. end. Do you remember, you remember yeah, the yeah, old hybrid yeah. clock? Where where the, where the clock was? He sort of look up to see the clock when he was making a run down the wing to know where the goal was. And he said that he knew yeah, that he okay. was, if yeah. was if he was at a certain advertising hoarding and he could see the clock, he could take a shot. Yeah. Because he knew exactly where he was Without in the picture. Without looking up. Without yeah. looking up, because he knew where he was. That's a home advantage. Yeah. Now, when, um, when Stoke won the Premier League, Stoke City, Stoke City was a really windy stadium. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. We, we know it's the, yeah. the windiest stadium in the, in the yeah. league. Yeah. So a night game in the winter at Stoke City was very, very windy, which yeah. means home advantage dictates that you know how to play with that and it doesn't throw you off, off line. Yeah. Um, I remember the Oxford United pitch. The old manor ground at Oxford United yeah. was on a hill. Yeah. Do you remember that the. the yeah, it, used yeah. to, it used to slope down. So whether you were kicking uphill yeah. or downhill, first half or second half, it was really important to know that and not be thrown yeah. by that. Um, and also like. That...
0: You stay at home. You don't have to go and stay in a hotel. Yeah, exactly. And at the moment, we're in weird quarantine time, So the hotels will be weirder it's than they exactly
1: are. Exactly right, using? John. So so grounds... There's a leveler, though, as well, no, that all... everyone's doing, having to, you know, work it. I feel like. You know, playing in front of no crowd is almost more of a leveler than.
2: The- oh, I agree. I agree, but but there are certain things that still come into a, come into effect right now, John. You're absolutely right. So, if playing away at Palace, for example, if you're Burnley, or if you're Newcastle and you've got to play away at Palace, Selhurst mm-hmm. Park is a bit of a ground to get to. Yeah, it's not easy, and if you don't trust London transport, it's 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 not it's it's no fun to get there. No. So. If Palace are paying Burnley next week at eight o'clock at night, <coughs> that's no fun. Yeah. Which means that that in itself is disorientating for, for Burnley. I'd I'd argue that Southampton, any team that's above Birmingham right now with the travel restrictions in the UK, it's a pain in the ass to get to Southampton. So if you're playing a night game away at the Saints, then that's Something which will ruin the flow that you have of preparing for that game. So yes, home advantage isn't the same because of the fans. But I'd argue that there should still be uh, a positive about playing at home versus playing away. Because
0: don't all the players... When they travel to an away game, you have to travel in your own car. You
2: drive yourself. On your
0: own. So one, you got to concentrate and drive. And if you're Newcastle against Southampton, that's a nine-hour drive. So it's not an easy... And hotels
2: sp- aren't even open yet. That's the problem. There's not enough accommodation.
0: And yeah, because they're saying you can't stay in... Let's get a camper man. They're trying to not stay in places. So if you're Newcastle and you're playing Southampton, you literally have to leave six in the morning, drive for nine hours, get there, play... Drive in home. your kit, in your kit, yeah.
2: Like <laughs> surely
1: they'd go stay the night before, wouldn't they?
2: I, well, wouldn't that's they? the thing that they're, they're struggling to find accommodation for, for all of the, the so coaching staff, a a the begin. managing yeah. because hotels aren't open. They're, they're looking at hiring up the whole hotel with no staff so they could just use it for accommodation. These yeah. things are unresolved,
1: yeah. but I mean, and so the other thing with the crowd though is, I wonder if for some teams, could it help? as well the removal
0: lack of pressure lack of pressure I thought West Ham would be perfect for that scenario because the West Ham crowd one in the new stadium is a bit crap and can turn sour quite quickly and they've not had a good run and then
1: they play at home against Wolves and just rubbish. But they're also the flakiest team in the world. So yeah. like, they're they're exactly the kind of team I think come into this scenario where everything is a bit in flux and weird, and they lose ten games straight. Let's talk yeah. this, this
2: this talk about West Ham for a second. <laughs> Without that, they I'm are in, in, like trouble. You think we, in trouble. We
1: talked about this last week. They are in all sorts of trouble. Yeah, they're fucked. And Moyes is, Moyes is not a motivator. No. Well, he's a pragmatist, and that's probably not what you need. Moyes lost his luster a long time ago. He's like at the moment. If Moyes was there, I don't know. I don't think he's going to help. I I think they will. They've got a lot of players who sort of fall into that bracket of I think being a bit mercenary.
2: Yeah, you're right. So they're one point out. They're not even one point there. One place out of the relegation zone on twenty seven points with um, one goal difference in goal difference, but they played one game more than everyone else. They, <laughs> in my opinion, got absolutely turned over by Wolves. When, when Traore came on. Oh, Traore was amazing. Well, but was he amazing? Or did they just let him be big? No, yeah. no,
1: there aren't. He did both both goals. His was involvement good. was great.
0: I, I did hear on a rival podcast, someone talk about when Traore was introduced how Moyes came out afterwards and went, oh, we couldn't really work out what to do with Adama Troyore. Now, if you're playing Wolves... Show him inside on his left foot? No, <laughs> but also, if you're playing Wolves...
2: Wouldn't you have good, a a, he goes
0: outside every time on his right foot. Not and to pass across. Wouldn't you have a plan for probably their best player in a roundabout way and the, the most, guy uh, yeah. is going to come on at some point... The player go, who does the most, yeah. Yeah, like, let's have a plan for when that happens. Moyes afterwards going, oh, I didn't know what to do have a fucking plan. Yeah. The thing even is if it's
1: man marking, especially yeah. at that point in the game when he came on, they'd got that far without conceding a goal. Yeah. And a point would be very Yeah. handy for West I'm not England. saying
2: it just because he's big, but he doesn't he look like a rugby player kicking a book kicking a football. He looks like Jonah Lumu, like Jonah yeah. when he was in yeah. the
0: 95 World Cup and he was just scared. He's a and he's a
2: beefcake, but it, but yeah. um but very but skillful. Even even the way he kicks a football, it's like it's it's his second skill. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like his yeah, first I mean, skill is he's big and strong and tough <laughs> and his second skill is he's
1: alright with the football. But I think part of that is cause I think he is very skillful but we're just we're sort of Blinded. S- blinded by the fact that he is so big and it's so weird <laughs> yeah. to see somebody with that deft touch that he is essentially a beefcake. But he took it past players for fun. Like he's, yeah. he's ghosting past yeah. players and he's the size of a house. And it's, and it's not just pace. Like his first goal was just pace. I kind of mm. love the simplicity of that. It was kind of like knock past the first guy yeah too run. quick next guy oh, I'm going to knock it he's past like, you too on the byline Press pressed the run cross. button on FIFA yeah. <laughs> he pressed the run button he just didn't
2: take his didn't take his hand off it he's so like good. just keep running and then press the cross
1: button but he is so so I, was at, like, I think his skill for the second goal was actually better because yeah. he beats a man yeah. and then yeah. so and then does, does the, the press the run button yeah because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he does the same run but he is he is really good
2: they, they were a bit unlucky with that um, own goal that should have been disallowed any handball in the box should be a handball. And even David Moyes came out at the end of it and went, mm, oh, that's, that. that's not fair. I can't fair. remember that. So there, it, was, it was an own goal, wasn't so it? Brushed a hand or something? Yeah, or? hit a hand on the way through. Yeah. and when, oh, when that, was,
0: that was the West Ham goal this morning. Yeah, yeah, against yeah. Against yeah, Spurs. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yes. yes. And
2: yeah, so, so they, any goal, anything, any hitting your you hand in the box. jumping around games here, yeah, We're talking about West Ham as a team. Yeah, yeah no, no. Saying, too, are they fucked yeah, or not? Just for clarity,
0: the West Ham game this morning when they lost 2-0 against Spurs, that's That was, yeah, they it kind of bounced off the back of Suchek's arm and rolled in the corner.
2: Yes, so I feel like that's how did VAO not pick that up?
0: I think they just forgot. They're on holiday, yeah, they're on holiday again. They're on the pub, down the pub with the Hawkeye guy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There's there's no social distancing, they're just sitting 1.5 meters away from their screen.
1: (laughs) The binoculars out. Well, What do you it. think of that one? Yeah, So uh,
2: I don't think Moyes is the best man to get them out of this. And I was saying only two weeks ago that I think more highly of him than the rest of you. But I've got real fears you can't, now. Can you
1: change your manager now? I don't know if you no, can. No, you can't. I kind of feel like you... I mean, there are teams doing it. Yeah, um, we've seen in the Championship, is, Neil Warnock's back at Neil Middlesbrough. Neil Warnock's back, yeah. And this happened in La Liga. They sacked someone already after three games back, maybe at Alaves. But I just... I if you are West Ham, who could you bring in? Like, who would you bring in? They brought in Moyes to firefight.
2: But remember, we've spoken at length about their financial situation and their wages, and this is prior to coronavirus. If they go down, it's a disaster.
1: But we've just we've seen it for West with West Ham before, where too good to go down. A couple of weeks ago on the um, that was the quiz, yeah, it was a quiz. You know, you reeled off a, a team that went down, and I just they. I feel like you know, West Ham fans won't like it, but they almost are. They're not quite a yo-yo club, but they're not far off. And they, do, they, they have the ability, it seems like, to always get dragged in. They mm, should be yeah. too good. But I think at the moment, I look at that squad and I'm thinking, which of the players are really invested here and really want to keep West Ham up? And I, I don't think there's that many of them. But
0: I think you just hit the nail on the head why they always get dragged in. We all think they're too good they all think they're too good mm. everyone the fans every the whole club thinks it's too Th- good and it hasn't got any humility to go hang on a sec we got to sort this out we got yeah. to win games of football and we got to play hard and
2: we got to play you, well you, and it's fine it happened margins. it happened with the first five games when pellegrini won the first few games of the season they were going what a top six club we're a top six club finally, you know, we've got yeah, top yeah. six squad we're paying wages you know we're amazing yeah. and then suddenly it all fell apart and, and the, i don't i feel like if they go down this season, I feel sorry a bit for the West Ham fans because they've been given everything. Like you've been given mm. the money, you've got you've got enough. Like you, you're buying players for a lot of money. You've got enough budget for wages. You've got a great stadium. You've got all of the ingredients. It's just gone wrong. Yeah. and and, and, it, and it's gone wrong. And you've been indecisive. And you made poor decisions. And that's nothing to do with the fans. They've just had to be given this promise. And then proof that the promise has been made justifiably. They've gone, watch, we will buy these players. Watch, we will pay these wages. We are going to... do. Watch, we will give you a new stadium. Oh, shit. we fucked it up. Soz. Yeah. Is Haller
1: going to be back? Do anyone know what's... I don't know. I just think... Um, I know you, you're, you don't love him, but I think he's important for them. He provides a, a focal point. Yeah.
2: Um, he's their jury, really.
1: Yeah. I, and I... But I... I like... You know, all jokes aside, I, I really do worry for West Ham. I just yeah, sort of feel. Uh, the, the opposite um, team that I did want to talk about, where it's the other way, and I think perhaps the no fans and all this scenario seems to have helped them at least to gain small sample sizes, Brighton. Yeah. So before the break we all were applauding Brighton. Mm. So we thought Brighton playing good, f- good football. You know, we like their philosophy. They've got a plan, yeah. but things just kept happening in games where they'd give up a result. Yeah. So and They, they, hadn't they conceded won a game too many e- easy goals. Yeah, t- t- exactly. Like, which, which we were all surprised about because yeah. we've seen them and thought they were playing quite well, but they just weren't getting results. Yeah. Now I think there has to be an element of that that is mental because mm. we've seen them play good football. Um, and so it's interesting I wonder whether this environment where you take a lot of that pressure out and you just put it like a, like I, um, a training game, maybe maybe that helps them yeah I, I think so
0: I also think I've said for a long time I'm a big fan of Graham Potter and he has he's a great people manager from everything that we've seen previously and what he's done and the way he creates a an environment and tries to push people to do things and find strange and interesting ways to do it. I think this is almost the perfect scenario for Graham Potter to bed in his ways of working with his players. Is He would adapt well to a strange environment. And they've not won a game all season. They've just beaten Arsenal at home 2-1 and drawn away at Leicester. So four points from two games. Drawing away with Leicester, a third in the league, beating Arsenal, who are... Well, tenth. Arsenal, are crap, aren't they? Um, but Arsenal, Arsenal. If they came back and go, you got four points from your first two games,
1: they would be so stoked. And we that. were and really wor- worried yeah. about them. Like you're right, John. You spot it, and I reckon they're now probably, you know, the two wins or maybe even um, four points from yep. safety. I reckon you know, 30, 37 points might keep you up this year. I think so. I, I mean, I think that's. And we've talked Massive. about it.
0: if they get a bit of momentum, if suddenly they look at that and go, hang on a sec, we're two games unbeaten, four points from two games, don't care who's coming next, we can get a result. And the fact that they won that Arsenal game, who I think they were better in Arsenal that game, I thought Morpé was very good. I thought Arsenal didn't cover themselves in glory in the way that they approached the game and the way that they got angry at Morpay for the challenge on Leno, which, who's, it was just. Can a, we, yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to get your. Well, my opinion on it was the ball goes up in the air. Morpé, as a striker, runs in and then kind of turns his back on it. And Leno goes up for it as well. And they knock into each other. Leno gets injured. Morpé comes up to him and says, sorry, on the stretcher. And Leno starts pointing at him and going, well, what, and what saying things and going, well, and you're like, hang on, he's just got up for a 50-50 and he's got injured. That's an accident. And he's come to say, sorry, why are you doing that? And then Guendouzi strangles him at the end of the game. Uh, I just thought Arsenal didn't cover themselves in glory, and I think no, they lost their heads. Hundred percent, yeah.
1: I, I agree. I don't think it was a fifty-fifty. So I think yeah, it was a it was probably a ninety-ten in the the keep <laughs> the keeper. Uh, Le, Leno changing. Leno had it well covered, and and pay could have not gone up. He had enough time to to not go up, but it was just one of those i think at worst it was a bit silly and cheeky yeah. in the and it's keeping the keeper honest yeah you know and, and you you'd could want your, you, you'd want your striker to do it you want your it and you could run that scenario You tell him to do it That's like, yeah. their job you could run that scenario you know a thousand times or whatever and that might happen again once yeah because it it was a comp- it's just one of those things it was an accident he you know it was the way that he fell it had very little to do with more pay and i get you know i've Bitch and moan about this all the time in AFL as well as football in terms of when we see refereeing decisions that penalise the outcome, not the, r- yeah, not yeah. the actual yeah. I- event or the action, and this is an this is Arsenal doing the same thing. Like they're getting really angry because Leno's injured. But it's not what Moorepage done really. It's well, no. got you know. It's not like an overly aggressive challenge. There is no malice there. It's just one of those things. And, rem- and remember, like, I'd,
2: sorry if this sounds really idiotic, but goalkeepers have arms, <laughs> and they're allowed to use them. Yeah. So if If you if it was everything was a fifty fifty, the goalkeeper would win every time because he's got arms. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. You have you have to go in more than 50-50 yes. if you want any chance yeah. of winning that football. Yeah. And actually, it's probably about a 75-25 if you want it to be 50-50. Yeah. Because he's got arms. Yeah. So so he, the the fact that Morpie did what he did, if you don't do that, what's the point in doing it in the first place? Yeah. yeah. And I think
0: we talked about Bournemouth earlier and I said how they didn't come out of the traps and just went, yeah, we're going to win this game. Brighton have done that two games in a row and we're going to get a result here. And I think they're going to get that momentum. And I think it's great that your strikers going in for those challenges because otherwise, what you gonna just oh just watch, let him have it. No, it's riled them up, it's pissed them off. Something's happened.
1: You win the game. Can, can I have this goal live, was great um, too. Can so, we? I just I love that run. Oh yeah, where the, 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 oh, the, yeah, the dummy and then the yeah. spin and yeah. running yeah. behind.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, can so. I just have some live reaction? I'm not sure if either of you two saw the news that was released an hour before we went to the shed today. No, uh, David Luiz has just signed a one-year contract oh, no, extension I see at Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Okay, just some initial
0: thoughts: it's a waste of money, time. Arteta's a shit manager. You, Why you, you, now? You're
1: not saying that he didn't deserve it after the first game back. <laughs> but I just there? like the only thing I can possibly think of is that Arsenal thought, oh well, it'll be cheap now. We, you know, we'll get him at yeah. we'll get him at bottom dollar here after that performance. Like that does seem a bit bizarre.
2: Very bizarre.
0: I'm. just... I'm going to say it again I'm going to say it every week until Arteta gets fired he's crap Arteta Arsenal were 10th why does everyone think oh he's got a plan oh he's quite good I'm going to repeat myself week after week he doesn't know what he's doing
1: he's crap
2: Arteta- well, I, they've got
1: I, some uh, good young players the, the stats like are Bef-
2: Wenger got the sack when they were 6th Emery got the sack when they were 8th now they're 10th yeah does
1: anyone else know that Pepe's goal was good
2: really good yeah, yeah really good
1: he has such a weird <laughs> kicking style. Yes, yeah, he's got it's an odd technique. Really, really bizarre. I, mean, I can't, I can't quite get my head around a it weird yet. what style? Kicking, kicking style. style. It's just the way he strikes the ball is a bit oh, odd. Oh, I've not noticed. And I've whether noticed it's dead that. ball or whether it, he strikes it exactly the same way, whether he's striking a dead ball or whether it's um, in open play, and it just looks really awkward. It's really weird. Oh, and no, it doesn't I notice that because he's kind of quick, and the way he strikes the ball doesn't. I've, it's very considered yeah like it, it yeah it's it's just really weird and he did it again with this one but it was a good goal um, I want to talk about Tottenham um, we kind of sp- touched on
0: West Ham this morning they beat West Ham 2-0 this morning and then they drew with Man United one all at the weekend
2: can I say the best goal in that game was one that was disallowed was Son's goal in the first half Yeah, it was offside fantastic He it finish. was not offside
0: from this morning VAR
2: yeah. was it was a, a toenail yeah. it was another yeah. toenail yeah. job but a fantastic finish excellent can,
1: can I ask you a question about this game before we talk about it yeah um, sim- similar to Jeff's uh, sort of question without notice <laughs> yeah we know your opinions on Jose mm. what did you what was your immediate emotion when you saw Harry Kane score
0: oh this morning yeah oh I didn't really have any emotion didn't okay. care no. oh I was excited like oh, I, I, I'm, no, I'm, the, the fact that he was back and scoring. Yeah, just
1: yeah. it's kind of like Harry Kane still being a one-season wonder, scoring goals, it's kind of like everything's right in the world a bit. Although it's not, obviously. But, <laughs> um, but, do, do <laughs> but you know, I, I, yeah, just, no, I was good. just happy to see him back scoring goals.
0: Watching Spurs makes me so sad at the moment. And I was looking through the fixtures and saw that Spurs were playing West Ham this morning. And I thought oh, I'd quite like to watch that. And then I remembered Jose Mourinho's manager of Spurs and I went, no, you know what? I don't give a shit. Because I knew that it would be a bore fest and they'd grab a goal here, grab a goal there and they'd win one or two nil. And so underwhelming. Um, And yeah, so I just, I find it frustrating now that watching Spurs is... Not exciting. I don't get excited about Harry Kane. Deli Ali's moustache. I got excited about this morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, it it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, but that was about the most exciting thing. About... I thought LaCelso looked all right in yeah uh, in, in in parts. No, I agree. So he sort of he's dragged the whole thing down for you. Yeah, yeah. Basically Maybe it was Deli's brother. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a good point.
1: <laughs> but in the Man United game, I thought
0: that. And it's definitely because I'm a United fan, but I thought that was a game of the weekend because there was, for the last 15 minutes, there was some genuine tension in it. There was a genuine, what's going to happen? Who's going to make something happen? Who's going to win it? Um, my opinion, probably biased, United were way better in Spurs that game. But
1: I, really, like, I did not get enjoyment from that game. Like Spurs were so deep. Mm. It was so gross. They just camped on the edge of their 18-yard box. Yeah, like I thought, it was dour. Like I agree, there was maybe there's almost like a novelty tension factor because there was (laughs) maybe it's good that you can have a game played behind closed doors and still have some tension. I see where you're going with that. There was and there was feeling in it too. You felt, yeah, there was, yeah, you know. So yes, that was good. But I thought the game itself as a spectacle was pretty dour. No, I thought it was good because
0: there was tension in it and it meant that people made mistakes. And then it also meant when something special happens, so when Pogba's passed to Rashford or Martial, the way he pings it as a volley, you could suddenly go, oh, that was amazing in this mess of chaos. Um, so I think there were some bits of quality in it. And we got to see
2: Pogba. Pogba uh, and. Oh, I'm already fed up. Don't even finish your sentence, John. I'm already fed up of it. Pogba and Fernandez? No. Not having it. Don't like it. No, no. It, like literally, like Twitter has a meltdown every time Pogba passed to Fernandez or Fernandez <laughs>
1: like ran and it's like,
2: oh, they're together again. Oh, this is this is the future. Look at them both interact on the football well, field. Well, to be
1: fair, maybe it's because everyone thought Pogba was dead. we, like, we literally uh, do not know where he's been uh, for the last. Like I cannot he's believe he's still got a job. Like, I, cannot, I can't think of many other people or professions where you can literally just disappear for however many months and no one knows where he is and he's still got a job. And gets paid 400 grand a week for it.
0: It's like, what has he been doing? Hanging out, man. I just, I just, I'm, all, I'm already
1: fed
2: up of the Pogba-Fernandez rhetoric. And it, it, so far, it's putting me off Fernandez.
0: Wow, OK. Well, I would... You, I, you're going to have I, to deal with it a lot in the last... I, next yeah, years, I don't like. know
1: if I'm going to agree with this even. because like, I I hate Man United with the, with the best of them. Um, but I am genuinely a little bit excited about watching Pogba and oh. Like I, I could. Well, no, I think it, it United are a completely different team with it, both those players, and we haven't seen it.
2: I don't know. I, I just think. For those who grew up in the UK and watched the Chuckle Brothers,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's just like Paul and Barry, it's Mario and Luigi, <laughs> like you know,
2: it, to me, to you, like, and and all we're gonna do is is start talking about this little duo that are gonna change the world. And, well, and can just, you play
1: them together though? I don't know if you can. Oh well, Every week.
0: they've only played thirty minutes in their whole career. That's, and
1: that's
2: that's the thing. We're already talking about this amazing partnership. But of course and, you
1: are, because you know yeah. the big thing was that. No one knew where Pogba was. And then United thought, well, we need to change this. So they bring in Fernandes. And Fernandes has obviously made a very good first impression. But then... You know, Pog was a hundred million pound player. That like, is obviously going to be a bit of excitement, okay? Though. So,
2: there, there was so I remember when Tim Cahill signed for Melbourne City. I'm going to get obscure here. Mm-hmm. Tim Cahill what, signed for Tim Melbourne Cahill City. Did you at the weekend? Yeah, yeah the, the Everton game. yeah. He was yeah, so, so excited. I loved that. I love that. His son plays for Everton Youth. He was so excited. Tim Cahill signed for Melbourne City and he was signed at the same time as Melbourne City had a striker called Bruno Fornaroli, yeah, that was a 20 goal a season striker. He's at Perth now, isn't he? Yeah, a bit older, bit bit less fit, uh, Uruguayan. Um, and he was asked, Fornaroli had done, scored 20 goals or whatever the se- season before, and he was asked, so people say, you know, can you play with Fornaroli up front? Like, how are you going to play together? And he replied, he goes, oh, you know, well, you shouldn't ask me, you shouldn't worry about, can I play with Fornaroli? You should worry about how are you going to play against me and Fornaroli? I thought who said that Cahill Cahill what a a prick of a comment that that (laughs) is (laughs) and ever ever since that just kind of lingered so every time I go oh well Fernandes and Pogba they're going to play I hear one of generic Fernandez will go, oh, you, you should not worry about playing, can we play together? You should
1: worry about, can you play against us? Yeah, yeah. You're like, nah. Fuck I, I mean, it is two egos though. So that's, it could, that's the it, thing, it, it yeah. could implode though as well. Yeah. That's the other, I mean, I was slightly which Wait till they fight over a penalty. Fernandez taking a penalty. Yeah, I thought Pogba would uh, um
0: No, Fernandes, if Solskjaer's come out and says like, no, Fernandez, you do everything. You're in control. Yeah,
1: he's on every dead ball. in Because yeah, yeah. Pogba's going at the end of the year?
0: Pogba's crap at penalties. Well, because Pogba's not proved that he deserved to be there. Like, you've got to prove... I think Solskjaer, for his faults, does go, well, prove to me that you deserve to have this responsibility and you can have it. And for Fernandes has done that, Pogba hasn't. So, he was not going to take a penalty. But
1: I don't think... To an extent, but I don't think where Man United are at now, I don't think you're at a point where you can say the club is bigger than the player because it's probably not Pogba could probably go play for Real Madrid or Barcelona and Man United are you know whilst improving you're a shadow of the team that you were 5th
0: Champions League spot Rog a couple of quick games before we finish on the Premier League Merseyside Snorfest Jeff, you kind of touched on it earlier but how bad really was it
2: it wasn't well it depends who you support (laughs) Um, Liverpool I mean, look at the contrast between Man City and Liverpool. Man City have just snapped right back into the gear, and Liverpool have not. Yeah, they, they weren't sharp. They um, uh, they didn't play very wide. They were missing uh, Robertson, which made a big difference. Yeah. Uh, however, with Salah. I'd say Salah that, No, Salah was on the bench. On the bench um, yeah. However, I'd say a lot of that was due to how narrow Everton pushed them. Mm. So you know, you know what it's like with, with Liverpool that they um. They want to find these spaces. They want to either play in behind or play over the top. Uh, Liverpool uh, statistically have played more long balls than any other team in the Premier League this season, which, which I think is it. Well wow. it's surprising until you remember that their playmakers play at fullback. Yeah, and you go, well, that that makes sense. So Everton sat very narrow, very deep, but played with two up front. Yeah, so it meant that there was they could always stretch the play, and you'd argue that Everton had the better chances, even though Liverpool had yeah, they did the left la- post, in not <laughs> yeah. Even though Liverpool had the most possession, Everton had the better chances. By the end of it, 0-0 was probably fair apart from hitting the post. But I also
1: I think you can tell watching Everton that they're coached by a very good football manager yeah. and coach. <laughs> That's the difference, and, isn't it? And, yeah. and you know, I just thought I thought and I thought it was I, I was quite impressed with Klopp. I thought he showed quite a lot of humility at the end of this game to just come out and say we're not arrogant enough to not be happy with the point. Yeah. And I'd agree with that because I, yes, I think Liverpool weren't sharp and weren't completely at the races, um, but at the same time, I thought Everton looked like, you know, whilst weren't the most you know expansive going forward, so solid. Mm. Like I just, I just thought did the basics well, looked really well drilled, and I was like that. Everyone looked like they knew what they were doing, it was coaching. and that has taken a like. You can't have said that about Everton much in you know the, the last, last the recent five years. history. Yeah. <laughs> Everton continued
2: five goals in the last derby and were cut
1: through like butter. Yeah, yeah. and, and it, this was the opposite. So, yeah. so, so but what, even what as this? simple as like we were saying as well, like Holgate just. <coughs> having the confidence to, you know, to direct play and, and organise at the back, I think says a lot about, Look. you know, sort of where they're at. Um, Liverpool play Crystal
0: Palace by the time this comes out tomorrow morning, but Crystal Palace are the last team ever to beat Liverpool at home and they're playing Liverpool at Anfield tomorrow morning. So maybe
2: the title race is still on. No. 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 And by the time we, we've we got out this uh, waxing lyrical about Everton, because by the time this comes out, we probably would have got beaten by Norwich.
1: Yeah, true. Um, but what, do they need two points or something? Four points? No, they need or... four points, so they can't win it tomorrow.
0: Um, the, what last game I really just want to quickly touch on is because he's kind of a bit of a joke figure on the shed. Um, Newcastle won 3-0 uh, against... Who did they play? I've lost it on my bit of paper. Sheffield United, um, who have been like, as I said in our Premier League team reviews that I bloody love. Newcastle United beat Sheffield United three nil.
1: Steve Bruce looking good. Joe Linton scored. I'm so but I'm so glad you brought up this game. <laughs> the best bit about this game had nothing to do with the goals. Joe Linton's miss? Yes. One or of the just best. whatever he like it miss i don't uh, i don't understand how he even kicked, kicked it. the ground <laughs> like
2: what happened but so like no, no, no the commentator said he kicked the ground so i i rewound yeah. i looked at it i was like did he kick no no he just no. kicked the ball badly yeah just how? really really badly so he didn't even stub it he just, he just i don't went, know how like he did what he did
0: it's gone, gone to you know when like we're all crap at football when you go to kick it and sometimes you put your other foot in the way and then it kind of bobbles a little bit and then you kick and you kind of he did that
2: it was just, it was just terrible, and, and I feel so sorry for the bloke because yeah. he scored a goal, but yeah. yet the highlight of the game is is terrible. terrible I feel shot. really, yeah, you're right because he's mm.
1: clearly a guy who's completely bereft of confidence, mm. uh, and even the you know the commentators, uh, all that definitely won't help his confidence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, I really feel for him, but at the same time. I got joy from it. Does that make yeah. me a bad person? Yeah. Like it no. was, it was amusing. And look, but I, look, he scored. I did it. like
2: that after he scored, the whole team went over to him. Everyone was so happy for yeah. it. Like, and I think that's a really good sign for Newcastle. That and it's good, like everyone's what, in this. They're not, they're not begrudging yeah. him that. It's oh. really good.
1: And the finish, whilst you know, it was a <laughs> six-yard box. Um, mm. you know, tapping. Tap he showed a lot of hunger to get there. Yes.
2: And now he's got one, you kind
0: of hope that he gets a few.
1: And, and Newcastle...
2: Richie's goal was good. Really good. Yeah. And St. Maximin was excellent in this game. So yeah. Newcastle have got a lot to be excited and about here. St. Maximan
1: thing to pass for the first goal, yeah, yeah. that's a bit of his game that I wasn't necessarily sure uh, that he yeah. had. I was really, really, really impressed with that. He's been great.
0: Yeah. And basically they're on the same points as Everton... So Steve Bruce and Carlo Ancelotti are just as good as each other. Just as good. That's I my conclusion. I hate
1: to say that you're right not about Newcastle, but I'm a bit worried about Sheffield United.
0: It's just the what I was saying about that they might have lost their momentum and that's it. Yeah, I kind of I'm scared too and they're playing Man United tomorrow so that means they'll lose 6-0. Um
2: let's move on to side stories. Um has anyone got any side stories? do not if I do. Ooh. Yeah, um, did you see that uh, Santi... You know Santi Carzola is playing for... Um, Villarreal? Villarreal yeah. at the moment. So Santi Carzola, um, of Arsenal fame, everyone knows who he is, has been involved in 15 La Liga goals this season. That is, whether he has scored or assisted, that is more than any other central midfielder in the competition. Jesus, and he's about 400 years old. And came the back... Tackle. Exactly right. How <laughs> good is that? I just wanted to... like. Bring that up. Good on him. Um, I wanted to bring up the
0: fact that the Bundesliga TV deal is the first TV deal that's come out since coronavirus. And it's 200 million euros, I think, down on the last one. Now, not the biggest news in the world, but it's also a sign that if that's happening in the Bundesliga... That's going to happen everywhere else. So what's the time period that runs for? Sorry, I don't know. I think it's four years, like the Premier League do every four years. So I'm just presuming it's the same. Um, And it's a big number. It's like 4.4 billion instead of 4.6 billion or whatever. I don't know how... When numbers get that big, I get confused. But it is down and nothing ever goes down in football and TV deals. And so if it's beginning to go down already... Then the knock-on effect is it's going to and go And in, in the
2: Bundesliga, where everyone in their monkey was watching the Bundesliga, yes. so it was yeah, so the only league true, going, yeah.
0: yeah, everyone's just like, oh yeah, let's watch Bundesliga. And now suddenly they're losing
2: money. So.
1: But it can't like, whilst you know, it's inevitable given the current situation. At the same time, as it can't keep going up. Our whole system is... Capitalism, Roger. Capitalism. can't just, just keep going need up more. and everything I be more. okay. Can I have more money? So a little bit of me is kind of, well, maybe we need a bit of that.
0: Yeah, no, I yeah, totally agree.
1: Um, but I just thought it was an interesting watch out of yeah, things yeah. are going to come, come watch soon. Watch this
0: space. Um, and the Championship came back and Leeds lost. Um, West Brom drew 0-0, I think. But this week... Brentford were the
1: big winners. Yeah, Brentford won. They they were still in with a shout. And Brentford are fourth, and they
0: play West Brom this weekend. Leeds are second, and they play Fulham, who are third. So a huge weekend in the Championship.
1: Bristol City are gone.
0: You'd like two points off playoffs.
1: Well, well, they lost against Blackburn, who are also in and around. Yeah. There's a lot of places up to grab. There there are. Um, I also sort of worry for Leeds a bit. In that, I've yeah. just got a feeling that they're they going might... to do a Sheffield United, yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to do a
2: choke. Like if anyone can, do. Leeds can. Um, quick shout out to Andy King, who's uh Leicester. Leicester, Leicester. So he's not renewing, he hasn't been offered a new contract.
1: He's been there for like 47 years and never played a game. Wait, I he, know does, he, has, he does, he doesn't play games. Didn't, so didn't he get a bit. Premier League medal? Like playing the bare minimum games.
2: Yeah, yeah. I they think, just they or something they him in for the last two. Well, yeah. wait. A I was shout. I was giving this guy props. <laughs> like, Whoa, unreal! What? Are you, what's the shout out? Sorry. Well, I might as well just stop now. No, go um go uh, He is the only player in the Premier League era to win League One, the Championship, and the Premier League. Wow, that is and a good fact. so that's incredible. Now it made me think about players that have these strange statistics. And you probably know this one because it's quite it's quite famous. But do you know the player who? Did the for Everton? No, no, he didn't play. Okay. Um he won League Two. Sorry, played in League Two, League One, the Championship, the Premier League, the Champions League, the UEFA Cup, the FA Cup, and the League Cup. Ricky Lambert. No. Kevin Phillips. No.
1: Oh uh, Ken Phillips then played in Champions League. Who oh, is it?
0: No, is, is it an Everton player? It's not an Everton player. <laughs> <I said that. laughs> Are you repeating my question? <laughs> I, don't, I don't, want to, don't
2: want to bore everyone. Uh, Steve Finnan, ah, oh. oh. because he went all the way up through the leagues with Fulham before he signed for Liverpool, and he played in the Champions League he played when, that they won. Final when they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, wow. So amazing stat for Steve Finnan. But yeah, it just reminded me of that. So
1: big shout out to. Um, I, I thought you were just when you started this story i thought you were going a slightly roundabout way of trying to insert some more evidence. chat and- <laughs> <laughs> um has anyone got any more side stories before we go on to uh
0: the end game uh, no 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 we're ready who's, for the end who's on end game so i am games master after winning last week um so i'm on 11 points jeff's on nine points and Roger is on thirteen points. Now this week, we're gonna give you all an extra life. Yeah. So we've talked about this. Oh from, we are doing yeah, this. Yeah. so, okay. we'll so i thought I'd raise it now before we get going, but you get an extra life. So. I'm not sure about this.
2: Okay, you get one life, I get two. Yeah.
0: Just, if,
2: just you're not, em- if you're not sure if, don't don't take it, Rog. Just embrace the change, Rog. we
0: it's a new time, new normal. It feels like cheating. No, it's just a life. Alright. <laughs> As Trump would say. Um, oh, John. That's, that's dark. <laughs> yeah, that was dark. Sorry, everyone. He'd say it's just a number. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um. So the game next week, um, is Chelsea against Man City. Now, on the twenty seventh of February, twenty ten, Chelsea played Man City, and it was the first home defeat of the season for Chelsea. Um. Chelsea were top at the time, Man City were fourth, Man City won 4-2. At the start, there was a controversial handshake that never happened. So that should help give you two people that were involved in the game. No. Oh, come on, Rog. Think about it. The managers... Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't give them any more clues. Yeah. This is why you need an extra life, because if you can't even get that... The managers, sorry,
1: Chelsea and Man City. Yeah, think about it.
0: Um, The managers were Mancini and Ancelotti. And Jeff, you can go first. Uh, Bridge. Bridge is correct. Now, Rog, if you can't get one, think about it. There was a handshake that didn't happen. Jeff said, Wayne Bridge.
1: Uh John Terry. Correct <laughs> <laughs> Yes.
0: Um Jeff, you're up. Uh Lampard. Correct. Rog. Lampard scored two in that 10. game for Chelsea. Manchester City against Chelsea. Rog currently is staring at his paper intently, (laughs) achieving nothing. Shush! I'm gonna add more pressure. It's it's that
1: weird time. Uh, Petacek.
2: He was at Arsenal then.
1: No, he wasn't.
0: Petacek did not play and was not on the bench. But you get another life. What?
1: Petacek didn't play.
2: Uh, Craig Bellamy.
1: Correct. For Man City.
2: Mm.
0: Yes, he never played for Chelsea.
1: <laughs> I just can't think of the that era of um...
0: of the classic Chelsea team that Man, Jose and Ancelotti then managed and took to the double.
1: Wonder who played for that team. Chelsea are very forgettable, aren't they? Um, was it Robin? See you there then. No. no, he wasn't
2: <laughs> there, oh, Roger. Oh,
1: Wait, even with an extra life, yeah. lost. No. Jesus. twenty okay. ten team. Jogba.
2: correct. Um, Wright Phillips. No. Wright Phillips for a, for Man City to left. Field. Oh Bank yeah, Wright
0: Phillips came off the bench for Man yeah, City. Thank you, mm-hmm. Adam No, Alano. No. Oh, good. No, I'm glad we didn't early. go too deep in this. So Torres. Ch- no. Or Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hilario in goal so oh C- come on so Petr Cech would would have been fucking yeah,
0: Ivanovic oh Ivanovic Cavallio, Terry uh, Lampard Joe Cole Obi Mikel Michael Ballack Maluda Drogba Anelka
1: it's not that you're saying you're giving me shit that is yeah. not a particularly um, outstanding team
2: they won the league and the FA Cup Terry Lampard
1: Cavallio, Ivanovic <laughs> Well, Lam- Cole, Lampard Ballek, and Terry had gone Balak Drog- certainly didn't play every week. Yeah, Drogba was one, all right. <laughs> Should <got the> <laughs> so Malou- Maluda was a flake, who I only who only played for one year. Looking at
0: that list, I think all the players in that list have at least 50 international caps. Like, you can't say that's a crap team. Anyway, man, who you play fancy? not great. Given, Richards, Bridge, Zabaleta, Lescott, Company, um, Adam Johnson, don't say his name, uh, Barry, De Jong, Tevez, Bellamy.
1: Oh, Tevis, so I was you
2: better. should have definitely done better than that, Rog. But I don't I care. Should have,
1: but I think that those two teams are quite underwhelming.
0: No, you're all wrong, Rog.
1: But anyway, so that means <laughs> Jeff wins. <laughs> How am I winning this again? I don't know, but I think now
0: that the uh, two life system is in play, I think Jeff and I have got a chance to catch you up. Yeah, I'm in. I'm don't, all in.
1: Don't like two lives.
0: But uh, so Jeff goes on to ten points. I'm on eleven, and Rog is on thirteen, and we're we'll hopefully. Hunt you down. Mm. Um, does anyone got anything before we go?
2: No. Great to be back in the shed, as always. Yes. Live the dream.
0: Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, we will be back next week. Don't forget, if you want to get in contact or ask us questions, just find us on Facebook or shoot us an email at footballshedpodcast
2: at gmail.com. You look so bitter right now, Rog. It, rog, so rog is so no, I'm just,
1: tr- I'm thinking about uh, I'm going to take a photo of look, your when did, face when everyone did just, Robin there you go. go bitter
2: face Roger photo of bitter face when did Robin leave John? before
1: that yeah but when because I'm trying to. Know. like you I, think about You know when we, we, when we do this game we think about like, cut him the, off John the cut him off, cut him off. The we're teams. over
0: thanks for listening everyone bye bye <laughs>
1: Robin oh uh, yes Robin